the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The following program was pre-recorded, and the views expressed do not necessarily represent those of this station or its management. Gather round. It's time for your real estate chalk talk with the Hitner Group at Coldwell Banker Burnett. Listen closely as your coaches discuss the culture, the economy, and the political scene, and how it affects your home and your real estate investments. Real Estate Chalk Talk is where you learn the science of buying and selling real estate and the art of living in your home. Your education begins in 5, 4, 3, 2, 1. Hey there, welcome to the program. Uh, this is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're broadcasting live from the legendary Rack Shack Barbecue Studio in Egan, Minnesota. Hitnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group, all one word. Hitnergroup.com, 612-627-8000. That's 612-627-8000. Give us a ring-a-ling-a-ling. We'd be happy to take your call, answer any question that you may have regarding real estate. And, of course, that first call is all with no cost and absolutely no obligation. Fritz Taylor's in the studio, uh, stepping in for Junior, who's out, uh, where is he? He had some closings or something this morning. Closing in St. Cloud. Wow, fun. That's that's what his deal was. So he had a closing up in St. Cloud, so he had a motor up there and uh, couldn't be at the show, so Fritz is stepping in. Going to have a nice conversation with him. I'm curious because uh, Fritz and I both brought properties on the market on uh, last week, week ago. And uh, over the weekend, had some trouble with the MLS during the week. We were mm-hmm. unable to get some uh, stuff in because our system was down. But we'd managed to get it in uh, just under the wire on Friday and uh, sure didn't seem to affect much. We just had multiple offers on everything that we put in there and uh, boom, 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 boom. And Calvin and I were talking this morning about whether or not the market was slowing down. Mike is here from Roof to Deck Restoration. We're going to be chatting with him. And uh, step in any time because I, I got I got to get some feedback from you on something. Sure. So anyhow, we got uh, uh, whether or not the market was slowing down. So that is there so many multiple offers on things? Are there so many multiple offers on things all the time? And the short answer is yes. Mm-hmm. You know, virtually everything has multiple offers on it. And is it as many multiple offers? Uh, I don't think so. Instead of having eighteen or or twenty offers, you still have eight or ten. Which yeah. is, which so you're is, still getting multiples, though. Uh, multiples on everything, which was our conversation. Yeah, pretty yeah. much multiples on everything. Because I thought we talked earlier, Keith, that the that your market has priced in the gain. So I that, thought they had to, so I, that you know you're now not pricing ridiculously above what the list is, which is it's kind of where it should be, right? And this and this week as an example, or I'll go back a month. So we go back a month. We had a property that came on, or not a month, three weeks ago. Had a property that came on. We priced it. This is this is the amount that we that the market showed that the property should be priced at based on comps that have sold since the first of the year, and we still got fifty thousand over the asking price. And we did the numbers this morning. It's fourteen percent over the asking mm-hmm. price. Um, 
And do you think you'll run into any appraisal issues with that? Have you have you so guys all, run into all of them have been appraised and all of them are, have appraised fine? You know, we had one in Bloomington that came on the market. That one went for twelve or eighteen percent, twelve twelve and a half percent over the asking price. That appraised fine. Everything's appraising. We we don't seem to be having any appraisal problems, especially if you get into a conventional with twenty percent down. When you're dealing with twenty percent down, like this recent one, one of the differences that we had was one was forty percent down. Well, what are the likelihood that a forty percent down conventional is even going to have an appraisal? Probably not. Probably get an appraisal waiver on it. Probably get a waiver on it. <laughs> yep. Is that an optional thing? Can the, no, it's or, just it. The Freddie and Fannie read the file, uh-huh. so they look at the entire profile and then. It, they determine, like we might, Fannie might say appraisal waiver and Freddie might say, no, we want appraisal. Okay. Then we go Fannie. But so if Fannie says a, a appraisal waiver, waiver, then it isn't like they go to the buyer and say, hey, did you want an appraisal? It just said there's no appraisal. No appraisal. Okay. Saves them 575 bucks. Right. We're good. So the, when you get down to when you've got properties that are way over the asking price, Fritz, and you're looking at evaluate, and you're trying to evaluate these different offers. Once you've got a number of offers on the table, the there's some that just get blown out right away because they just clearly aren't competitive. But now you're down to four. Correct. You know what do you do to filter through those? Because the money part is probably off pretty similar. Somewhat. Yeah, I've had a couple that were crazy. Uh, there was kind of a, uh, like you said, I had one that was on the market for 240 and uh, there was a general grouping of them around 260 a uh, couple 270 and then there were a couple that were crazy, uh, significantly higher than that. And on something like that, I'm 100% looking for an appraisal guarantee, period. And, and what is that? An appraisal guarantee is simply uh, the buyer is willing and able to make up any difference if there is a low appraisal. So for a house that maybe their offer is at 300000 and we're concerned about an appraisal, we want to make sure that they're, in a perfect scenario, they would be willing to make up any difference in case there's a low appraisal, say it's at two seventy five or two eighty, they've got the extra $20,000 to make up that difference. Um, a less uh, desirable situation is maybe they're willing to make up a portion of that difference. But I want to make sure that they aren't just buying the listing, know that it's going to appraise uh, for lower, uh, and then it's going to settle at a price that they're more comfortable with and they're anticipating. So, What do you do when you have offers that come in that have accelerator clauses in the purchase agreement? And and you've got multiple offers, and they both have, or or maybe three or four of them have accelerator yep. clauses. So I had the same situation the other day. Um, uh, three of them had escalation clauses, and so I just I, I had fourteen offers. So it's a meticulous process of going through, and literally I printed off all the offers. And if the offers, I kind of had a sense of where the high offers were. So if it was a low offer, I'd just print off the purchase agreement and the net sheet, and I'd present that to the buyer. Mm-hmm. So I had like twelve of those, and then there were ten, 10 of those, and then a couple that were in the middle, but um, that I printed off once I get to the price point that I think that it's going to settle at, then I print off the whole purchase agreement, including all the addendums and the, mm-hmm. um, everything else, the disclosures, uh, because I need to present all that stuff so they can make an educated decision because they're making the decision, not me. Um, so then it gets to, okay, now we got escalation clauses. Well, then there's always a maximum on an escalation clause. I will pay $1,000 
uh, over the next best offer up to two hundred and seventy thousand dollars. Okay, great. So that's a two seventy. Print off that purchase agreement net sheet. Go into the next one. Okay, this is up to two eighty two. Okay, great. Well, we've escalated past two seventy, so now it's two seventy four. If they're doing a uh, escalation clause of four thousand dollars over, let's say hypothetically, and then you just do it that way, mm-hmm. and you get to the the maximum number. What if that offer then that that results in based on the escalation clause or accelerator clause, whatever you want to call it, um, you get a, a a result that ends in the highest number, but there's some other kind of snot on the purchase agreement. Yep, and that's exactly why I print off all of the offers that are up in that range because mm-hmm. I'm not making the decision. And what what they are looking for, let's say it's the highest number, um, but it doesn't have a uh, a guarantee. I was representing a buyer earlier this year, same thing. Uh, with house was on the market for uh, 350, we were up to 360 as an escalation clause, but that was the maximum that my buyer could go to. Um, there were several offers, and we had a an, uh, an appraisal guarantee. There were several offers per the listing agent uh, that were at ten and fifteen thousand dollars higher than ours, but they had no appraisal guarantee, and they chose ours because mm-hmm. our. I always think of a offer as a nice clean glass of water, and the more stuff you throw in there, or the stuff that you don't put into that, it muddies the water. And ours was a just crisp, clean glass of water, and that's exactly what they wanted. They that's wanted so no uh, inspection, no, no inspection, <clears throat> appraisal guarantee, uh, favorable close date. Um, tw- I think it was, I can't remember if it was twenty percent down, but it was mm. a sizable uh, down, down payment, payment. Um, and it was exactly what they were looking for, and they wanted to know that day what they were going to be walking away with on the close day. They didn't want any surprises with the inspection. They didn't want any surprises with the appraisal. So that's it was exactly what they were looking for. And that's what we talk with people a lot, Kelvin, is that sometimes it's the financing. I don't know if there's a difference between 10%, 15%, or 20% down from a seller's perspective, mm-hmm. um, but it's the it's that ability to know at the end of the day, and sometimes it's just the, the, uh, the sale price is a factor, but many times it's not the factor Correct. that makes the determination. So if you can't offer the highest price, it's not always that you're just not going to get the house. Most of the time, let's be honest, most of the time it's the highest price that's going to win because you're going to then work with that offer, maybe go back to that buyer and say, look, you know, we have another offer that's acceptable and they're willing to do this. Could you do that? Correct. You know, and then and maybe, they, maybe the answer is yes, maybe the answer is no. But we would uh, let the seller then make that decision if if he wanted to move forward or not. So this is your Real Estate Chalk Talk. We're heading out the break here. This is uh, Real Estate Chalk Talk. Hittnergroup.com, H-I-T-T-N-E-R group.com, 612-627-8000, 612-627-8000. Give us a ring-a-ling-a-ling. We'd be happy to have a chat with you about your real estate needs. And that call, again, was no cost and absolutely no obligation. We'll be right back. Get back. 